to episode 16 of Digital Digital Get Down. We are coming at you live from the Minnesota State Fair. Woo! Not really at the State Fair or live, but it is okay. pretty close to our house. We it's can, in our backyard. It's in our backyard pretty much. We could overhear Stevie Nicks at the bandstand tonight yep. and see the fireworks. Loud fireworks. Really loud fireworks. There's something really comforting about fireworks at the end of a <laughs> fair, though, don't you think? Like it sounds like you're being bombed? Do you find that no, comforting? No, no, no. Just like... The end of a long day at a fair, and like the fireworks go off, and then everyone walks home to their cars. That's why they do it. Is it just the wine talking? Probably. They're, it's just so nice. I don't know if it's like a nostalgic thing from all those like town Fourth of Julys or what. I was too hopped up nice. on fried food to really. Yesterday or as a child? Day. Yesterday and today. It's lingered into today. <laughs> well, I'm already looking forward to tomorrow's fried food, so. Yeah, we're gonna go back again. We're gonna go back. Can't get enough. I'm gonna, fair. I'm gonna make you do the log roll with me. No, I told you I would. I would videotape you log roll. Like I'm not getting on a water, water based object with you. Well, no no more midway games. We wasted enough money the other day. Carnivals. uh, The whole point of them is to have fun. You're paying worse than a casino. You're paying for fun. And look, we went home with two souvenir cups that we're now drinking. Not even souvenir cups. Riesling cups that I wouldn't let you throw out. Um, this Riesling is terrible. It's all about the glass, I'm new. telling you. It looks like it's some sort of yoga, um, lotus on it. It's from, I was going to say WA, Washington. Oh. We're in the U.S. now. It's from Stateside Columbia Valley, WA. Washington. And it has floral aromas, which is maybe why I don't like it. I mean, it's all about the glass. If this was in perfect crystal stemware, you would go, oh, this is delightful. I think so. I think it's delightful. more fun to drink it from a plastic Minnesota State Fair cup. I dare you to chug that in one sip. That would not go well. <laughs> um, so what other news and updates do we have? Huh. Is everyone over the eclipse already? That was a big deal. People talked it up a lot more than I expected them to. Yeah. Like, I saw some people saying that it was nice that the world could, like, come together and watch an eclipse and not argue about things for once, which I guess I agree with. Like, at the Science Museum, it was cool that everyone was just, like, outside looking up at the sky. Like, nobody was on their phones. Nobody was taking pictures. Nobody was... Everyone was just kind of, like, connecting. see the tweet that Netflix said that said, oh, why did our... Viewership dropped 10% all of a sudden. Thank you, Netflix. They're like, ah. Was the Eclipse now their biggest competition? Apparently. Um, it was cool. It was not worth, like, staring at it for three hours. Like, yeah. in between eating my, like, tostada Mexican lunch, I, like, went out and had a few looks, and that yeah. was enough. Right. But seeing as I have a recent interest in astronomy from the planetarium and stuff. You didn't cry when you saw it, though. There were a lot of reports of, of tears. Was that just because people didn't wear the glasses and it hurt? Possibly. That one's just thunder that we're having rumbling our house right now. I think that's just thunder. Whew. Unless um, Stevie Nicks rode away on a... No, but people were, like, crying because it was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing oh, and, like, a nature not. and... coming in 2024. Yeah. I just feel like if it's a cloudy day, you can look up at any time and go, Whoa, it's a partial eclipse. Like, I can't totally <laughs> see the sun. I mean, it was pretty cool. But yeah. it also just looked like the moon. Mm. It was orange. I don't know. Um, the next one in Minnesota is not until like 2099 or something now. Really? Yeah. I felt a little bit proud that Minnesota had a better view than Hampshire, Right. Though. No, we picked our, our 87% move pretty or something well. like that. Could have moved to Nebraska and had to be Oh, it could have been well. less cloudy. Yeah. Anyway, so we wouldn't have got the state fair. Exactly. 
Um, something I thought you'd be excited about. Mm-hmm. Excite me, go. I think you've probably already seen it, but did you see what's coming to Netflix this next month? Um, no. Beauty and the Beast, your favorite no. movie. Oh. Yes. You watch For it again on the plane. how long will Disney allow it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go watch Moana again right now. <laughs> um, Stranger Things season four is is coming out. They've confirmed. Have we it's... seen season two yet? <laughs> no. Okay. But the, but the good the good news of the update is that I confirmed they've confirmed it's only four seasons. The end. Um, bigger Stranger Things news. Did you hear about the Darren Chris Stranger Things crossover? Is that your good video. news? No, I, I thought that okay. as an update. I, didn't I watched click on the it. video. Didn't care enough. Um. I was a little bit let down. So the, uh, the story of Were the video... Were there turtlenecks in it? No. Okay. The story of the video was... Gatton? Gatton? How do you say his name? He's Dust, fl- Dustin with the, with the, with the yeah. lisp. He dresses up like an adult, like, in a student high, and, like, okay. in the video, is, like, running to work, and he hates his job, and his yeah. boss is yelling at him, and he quits his job and goes, jo- goes and joins a band with Darren and Chuck Chris. Okay. So they do appear in the video. Yes. Okay. But... I kind of thought it was going to be a little bit of, like, a boyhood kind of thing, mm-hmm. where, like, this song's called Lost Boys, right. and it's like, I was living a lost boy's life until mm-hmm. I fell for you, mm-hmm. so I was kind of thinking they were going to do something, like, a little bit quirky and smart, and have, like, Gatton be, like, the younger version of Darren or Chuck, and, like, that he was, like, living yeah. as a boy until he met Either her. that, or you gotta go full Peter Pan. Yeah, it was neither. <laughs> it was just inexplicably a young think boy. About it. Dustin from Stranger Things looks like a lost boy from the movie Hook. Does he yeah. not? So they didn't go Peter Pan angle. Mm. And they didn't go, I thought like the whole point is I was living a lost boy's life until I met you. So I right. thought they were going to have him morph into an adult yeah. once he like meets the girl or once he like once he straightens his life out and then meets her or something. Yeah. Instead, he just is himself the whole time, which is very cute. And That's it was a lot to do much in three better minutes. video than the turtlenecks. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I just thought it was going to begin with him, and he looked a little silly in like grown-up clothing, and then he was going to morph into an adult. Yeah. Did not happen. I know you're going to yell at me for saying adult instead of adult. I'm you sorry. Can't tweet this. Can't figure shit. out my you accent. Tweet this shit to Darren Chris. No, Give him I don't want ideas. to upset him. It's no, too late. Ahead of time. Mia, Mia directed it. Oh, His girlfriend God. Mia. Anyways, so it was much better than the other video, I'll say that. So if they're, they're on an upward trajectory. <laughs> and my favorite song yeah. is the one that they haven't done the video for yet. Okay. So if they're getting better with the videos, yes. then... It's promising. Maybe it's promising for my favorite Are we album. talking about other pop music news now, or was yeah, that later? Yeah, that's my next one. It's mm. also later. Um, Taylor Swift's new song. We have to talk about it. I know everyone's talking Just about it. Dropped. I'm already sick of Just other people talking about it, and it's been less than 24 hours. I will say it's already been stuck in my head, even though I've only listened to it, like, twice. Mm-hmm. And some of her other songs from 1989 grew on me over time. Like, it, yeah. the first time I heard Shake It Off, I was like, ooh. And now I yeah. really like Shake It Off. Yeah. The biggest issue I have with the song, I can't tell if it's meant to be tongue-in-cheek like Blank Space was, or yeah. if she's just blaming other people again for things. I've read some people say that it's 100% just a Kanye bash. The tilted stage thing is definitely Kanye. The phone, okay. like the phone call thing, yeah. is definitely Kanye. But mm. then there's some Mean Girls references that's meant yeah. to be against Katy Perry. I'm just my problem with it is is twofold. Okay. First problem is I've already talked about on this podcast about how I don't like this woman versus woman narrative. Mm -hmm. And it seems like she plays into that more than I'd like her to. Mm. She's all about girl squad and like girl friendships on one hand. But then on the other hand, on the other hand, she has a lot of kind of better than revenge song. Yeah. 
And that bad was like... Bad Blood. Bad Blood was one of my least favorites. This song kind of sounds like a mashup of Blank Space and Bad Blood. Yes. I like Bl- yeah. Blank Space. Bad Blood's my least favorite of her songs ever, probably. Yeah. So... I hope that her album goes more blank space sound than Bad Blood. Yeah. But um, the the second fold or the second reason yeah. <laughs> is I was I talked about just last week how proud I, of her I was about the trial and some of the statements she yeah. said and her most powerful statement was I'm not going to let you or your client blame me for his decisions. Yeah. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing a bit. But that's what the song sounds She's like, like a little I'm blaming bit. you Look what for you made everything. Me do. Yeah. Look what you made me do. I'm not responsible so, for anything. I'm just reacting to you. Like, yeah. you're an independent woman. What are you saying? So it just makes me... Um, it, it just makes me question being so proud of her for the mm. trial stuff. She seems to be undermining her own kind of statements mm-hmm. in this song. Okay. My harsh take on it, first of all. The first line that jumped out to me was about... Checking her list twice in red. <laughs> Santa Claus. I just went, oof, this is a Christmas song. Yeah. She is putting this out early. Yeah. Um, it sounds like to me like a song you'd have about halfway down on like a Bring It On 3 soundtrack. <laughs> like if it was on in the Harsh. background of a, a TV movie, I'd go, oh, that's a little catchy. Like in Mean Girls yeah. when Regina George is putting up posters. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I think it will grow on people, I'm sure. It's definitely going to grow on people. I haven't read one positive thing yet, though. I (laughs) think, I hope that the context of the album will be better with it instead of just Mm. having this one. I hope that that every song's not like that or that it kind of balances out across the album. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. Um, I don't think she... Like, had any opportunity to succeed here, though. Like, no. even once the album cover came out, everyone went, Oh my god, can you believe the fucking font she picked? Yeah. What a bitch. And, like, I hope that's what the album rounds out to being about. Because that's why Blank Space was so funny. Because it was very tongue-in-cheek yeah. about all the bullshit people say about her. Like, if I see, sure. hear one more person say she's a serial dater, when I can count on two hands the number of people she dated in a decade, like... Uh-huh. Are you fucking kidding me? How yeah. misogynist can you get? Especially when women say that. It's like, mm. oh my god, stop slut-shaming other women. But, so I'm hoping that the album is more of like a clapback at the media and not so much at specific people. Like, I'm hoping she's yeah. using specific people for inspiration. Sure. But not the whole album is going to be just like, yeah. look what you did, look what you did, look what you did. How dare you do that to me? Yeah. Um, so Musically, I'm cautiously optimistic mm. about the album as a whole. Musically... Mm. The comment I read was that clearly, like, there's no one in her group that can say no to her anymore. Do you anymore. know who co-produced it, though, Honey Bun? Who? Jack Antonoff. She, she, she's <laughs> still with the crew. Yeah, Jack Antonoff. So that's that means fall, honey. that your best buddy could show up. Uh, Lena Dunham, she's on the freaking new Bleacher CD. She, like, talks in it. Oh, wait. I bet she's going to be on a track. Probably. I bet she's going to be harmonizing. So, I'm, I won't lie, I'm still going to pre-order the album from Target. You got to get that extra artwork or whatever. No, the songs. Target always has the songs, and I always Exclusive end up liking songs. the bonus songs better than the rest you're, of the album. You're, you're, a, you're a sidekick girl. You're a bonus song girl. I know. It's I was happy that at the last concert we went to, Eric Hutchinson, last week he played yeah. my two favorite songs, and you didn't think he was going to, because I tend to have a little bit of weird favorite songs it's that true. artists don't always play at concerts, and, and then I get And you always upset. get so emotional in the car, you go, how do I get them to play a random song on the radio? 
And I say, Heather, they only release singles. That's why they call them singles. Like, no, I want a random song on the radio right now. I say, well, switch it to Spotify. We can play radio. it. No, I want to hear it on the I radio. I haven't done that in a while, and that's a terrible impression of me. <laughs> Anyways, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how the rest of it goes. Um, I'm already sick of people talking about it, because like you said, there's no way she could win. Like, if she went back to some more country once, people would be like, yeah. oh, she's given up on the pop music. She couldn't do yeah. it. And if she goes more edgy, people are going to be like, oh, who does she think she is? Like, there's no way for her well, to we, win. Like, I mentioned last week about how terrible pop music was. Like, people were dying for this, to talk about, yeah. to listen to, for anything. But there's anything. nothing else. All the same songs that are they're playing on the radio now have been played for a year, literally. Like, all these Hollywood and pop culture sites should, should, you know, stop running all these criticisms and just say thank you for giving us something to talk about, first yeah, and foremost, basically. and then launch it. I saw that one thing on Twitter today that said, well, at the very least, we can thank her for having my entire Twitter feed full of something aside from Trump all day. Yeah. So, there's that. The funniest theory I heard, not, I think this is kind of a joke, but the yeah. funniest thing I heard is that it's about Arya Stark. Okay, I <laughs> I don't like, get that joke, but I'll chuckle. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones. <clears throat> the funniest thing that I read was like basically connecting how all of it is about Arya Stark. Okay. Which I hope she has more inspiration from in her life than just from sitting you at home watching Game of Thrones. Down yeah, possibly. Okay. No, that was a joke, but it was funny because it actually fits mm-hmm. quite well. And okay. the Game of Thrones finale is this weekend. Yeah. Um, Yay. Okay, so should we get into good news, bad news? Good news. Bad news, it's time for good news, bad news. Ooh, mixing it up a yeah. little bit this week. Two verses. Um, look what news you made me do. I was going to say, look, look at our good news. I don't know. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to I have mostly first? good news. What? Okay. Can um, I do my little good news first? Yeah, sure. Give us a hit. Um, Katie Sowers. Did you see anything about her? Is that one of your nieces? Um... Katie Sowers, yes, yeah. who's my good news. First out gay NFL coach. One of the and she's few, a female. One of the step few. One, she's only the, the second, second female, female coach on a staff. Yeah. On an NFL staff. And she's now the first out gay coach ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, her interview was really cool. Yes, I really she liked her. Is, I was impressed by her. She's on the 49ers staff helping to coach wide receivers. Coach. Yeah. One of the assistant There's, coaches. Every team has a million assistants. I know, coaches. but I'm saying she's not like... An intern. Like no. She's like a hired yeah. actual assistant coach. Yeah. I saw some negative feedback to it just before we started recording, which was that, well, that's easy because now she's not attracted to the people that she's a superior to. So it's not actually that impressive. It's impressive. Like, what What have you done that's impressive? Commenter number, whatever. Yeah, I know. Like, she, it's really brave for her to come out because she could lose her job yeah. or people could not want to play with her yeah. or whatever. Anyways, that was my little good news. Good. I have a couple other good newses, but they're a little bit more bad newsy, so I'll let you do your good newses first. Oh, my, my good news is a little bit badsy, too. Is it going to be the same one? suicide. It's not oh, going to no. be yours. Oh, God, no. no. Okay. Well, while we were on hiatus, Lincoln Park tragedy. Oh, yeah. How did Lincoln Park shape your childhood? Um, a few middle school dances. Uh-huh. So hard uh, and got so hard. In the end, um, it doesn't even matter. So rest in peace. I, I honestly not sure whether the departed the member is the screamer or the singer. I think he's the singer, not singer, the screamer. I think. Yeah. Um, anyways, the good aspect to this, I know it's a, <laughs> I'm bearing the lead, but um, Jay Z performed in honor of the departed Bennington Chester yeah um and he sang the mashup song which got me through a lot of times 
And I always thought what that... What times did you have no, in your little middle when, class? When, <laughs> when I dreamed of being a major league baseball player, I people would say, what's your walk-up oh, song yeah, going to yeah, be? Yeah. And I'd say, a numb encore, obviously, Jay-Z, Lincoln Park. Yeah. So right before this, I was watching the video of, of Jay... No, not at all. Jay-Z's going to be the Super Bowl performer so with JT. So old. Yeah. I can't believe they're going to let Justin Timberlake on stage. It's going to be a dick slip, I'm telling you. Ew. You don't want to see Jay-Z's dick? It's just, it has been strange for me coming from Australia to here where they're allowed to say like the F word after like 7.30 p.m. in Australia. And it's and still... And like full nudity. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. After 9 p.m., I think. And yeah, whatever movie we were watching, Bridesmaids, was terrible when it's dubbed yeah, and edited. They, it's like, they oh, like, come on. Blanked out like shit. Like they blanked yeah. out all the swears. Anyways. And it was like, it, it was like 10.30 at night too. It was not in the afternoon. No. Um, did you see the bad news portion of that though? His like ex-wife came out with this post, post on Facebook. She wasn't invited to the funeral or something. Oh no. There was this whole I was more drama. focused on Joss Whedon's ex-wife. Oh, that is my good news slash bad news. <laughs> Are we going into that? You can jump in, sure. Basically my good news is that both Joss Whedon and James Cameron all both suck. Mm-hmm. Because they both came out within days of each other. Basically, okay, I know there's some weed mites that listen sure to this. So what your James sorry, was gonna be. sorry to Jake and Mia, but I've never been a huge Whedon fan. Mm. I've always found him a little bit fake, and I don't love his like quippy things. It gets old for me, like the first mm. Avengers movie and Buffy. Sometimes mm. it's like just kill the vampire. You don't have to like monologue. Yeah. But I've always felt that he didn't quite hit the feminist notes that everyone always thinks he does. Yeah. Like. Just because you write a strong female character doesn't automatically default make it a feminist character or make it a feminist show. Yeah. Like, the amount of things that Xander said. Like, Xander was very obviously Joss Whedon. Mm. Like, the amount of things that he said and the way he acted and stuff was so misogynist. And I'm sure people will say, well, you have to have that one character and then Buffy proves him wrong, whatever. Bullshit. I thought the show... Like, Buffy was kicking ass, for sure, uh-huh. but I don't think it was, like, a 100% feminist show. And, yes, it was, the, it was like, the 90s, so it's not like it was going to be perfect or anything. Yeah, but, but he's he, like, promotes himself as... Yes, yeah. and anyone who, like, goes around being like, I love women, I'm a feminist, mm, probably Apparently not. Apparently there's, like, a meme now about, like, how much online dudes claim to be feminists. I don't quite understand the meme, but it's, like... I'm so busy loving ladies and supporting ladies that I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. It's like very many levels that I don't get. Is that a Reddit thing? Because I have not seen that. Um, The actual letter from his his ex-wife was a bit um, finger pointy. Like it Mm. wasn't, it was mostly just like, he was a bad husband. He cheated on me. He used me as a shield, which right. I definitely can see him being like, I'm not an anti-feminist. I have a wife that I love. Like yeah. like we were talking about earlier, like, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. Like, kind yeah. of that thing. Yeah, it didn't totally add up to me where she was like, I didn't read the whole thing, first of all, but where she was like, oh, he was fraternizing with all these female characters on his sets, and that makes him not a feminist. No, the point is that he comes up saying, I love and support all women, and he cheated yeah. on her a bunch of times and lied to her about it. Yeah. So, and he was saying, oh, I have this great relationship with my wife, we're equals, blah, 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 right. but then he was actually cheating on her and, okay. like, being a terrible person in the relationship. For me, it still comes down to, what's, um, Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow? Yeah. Why did she have to be the bartender in that Avengers movie? Mm-hmm. And why did she have else? to have a weird romance with Hulk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the same thing. Yeah. It's like, just because you have a badass female character doesn't mean that it's default feminist, and I think yeah. that he confused it. I think he's one of those people that thinks, oh, well... I have a 
female protagonist and she's kicking butt, so everything I say and do is feminist. It's like, so is Wonder Woman not as feminist as First Thought? So. Sounds like someone could write a think piece about James that. James Cameron. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So you I know I read this. Are you this. kidding me? You were setting me up for that, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so James Cameron has basically said because Wonder Woman was beautiful and right. felt he objectified that it's not feminist, but that his mm. his movies, um, like Terminator and Sarah Connor, was feminist. Right. So once again, confusing saying that if a female is uh, feminine, that yeah. she cannot also be a badass. Right. So like, we have to like go to like school uniforms where every men and women have to dress the same yes, now. Yes, we to all need be... to wear full burkas. Yeah, and, yeah, because otherwise okay. they could be objectified. That makes sense. Yeah, so it was just ridiculous. Him basically once again saying that, like, uh, you know that Zoe Deschanel quote. Uh-uh. I don't want to promote her, or I, this isn't about her, but she has a quote being like, "I can." be a feminist and still like polka dots and dresses. Right. And that's the thing is I think some feminism is like we have to get so far away from looking girly to yeah. like be burning the bras. Burning yeah. the bras. But the, I saw a great comment today being like, so women have to act like men to be badass. And that's what James Cameron is saying. Yeah. God, this these things are so hard. Then like, why do they open their mouths? Nobody even gives a shit about James Cameron. Nobody gives a shit about his movies. Nobody gives a shit about Avatar fucking land at Disney World. Why did he even have to bring it up? He brought himself into this. Yeah. He came out and said, oh, Wonder Woman is so overrated. It's not as feminist as everyone thinks it is. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, just keep your damn mouth shut. Can you give me an example of a good feminist out in the public eye right now? Other than Ooh. me. Um, like someone who's doing it right. Okay. Um, Zendaya. Okay. From the new Spider-Man movie that you didn't see? Yeah. Um, or Amanda Stein- Steinberg, the okay. one that was Rue in Hunger Games? Yeah. Um, they're both doing a really good job. Even Rowan Blanchard, um, Girl Meets World. Okay. She's doing pretty solid. Okay. <laughs> you haven't heard of any of these Well, I, what I wanted was a man who's doing oh, it correctly, man. who's doing it well. Oh, well, you're asking for a man who's a good feminist right now. <laughs> see? This is what I'm saying. It's so um, hard. I can't even ask questions. <laughs> just teasing you. Um... Yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but... Can you even picture Barack it? Obama. He's a good feminist? He wrote a really good piece in Glamour Magazine, which I read about feminist okay. feminism. And I can argue with that. He's, I mean, he's always been amazing with his wife and his daughters. And <clears throat> you know what would make the best male feminist of all, I think? Someone who subscribes to women's health? <laughs> that was an accident. You cannot claim like that. Like yours truly? <laughs> I think I fat-fingered... Something on my phone. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm subscribed to women's health now for free. We'll um, see. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, I agree that a lot of times you can't win. Like, no matter what you say, yeah. if you call a woman beautiful, it's like, oh, you don't care for her, for her looks. And if you say, well, she's really oh, she's strong. she's ugly, then you're But he brought himself into this. Yeah, that's why my new motive is just stay out of it. We talked about how that should not be your motive. Oh, shit. Can't stay out of it and still bring up a dialogue and be an activist. Okay, this is really hard. <laughs> we're just we talking. Just get we're just talking ourselves stories? in circles now. Um, do you have any other good news, or do you have a bad yeah? No, news? I have good news. Can I go into my bad news? Can we break it up a little bit okay. here? We just mentioned the Obamas. Yeah, I hope there's not bad news related to them. Are they no, okay? This is the one I'm talking about. From I, it was, it was, I meant to mention this last week, mm. and got distracted by like my twelve other news stories. Yeah. If I see one more stupid clickbait article about the Obamas sending you a little card oh, yeah. for your wedding invite, yeah. they have done that forever. Been there, done that. Obviously, it's an old story because they haven't been in office for a year. Yeah. And 
everyone can do that. So if you haven't seen it, the story is if you send an invite to the Obamas, if you sent an invite to the Obamas, the right. White House, they would write back. They would write back. Uh, they would, you yeah. get a little card that has their like stamped signatures yes. on it. That's I'm sure they actually helped to write it. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. It was like best wishes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and they're like little stamp signatures on it, but it's exciting. It's got the seal on yeah. it. Like some like intern actually had to like press the presidential seal into it. Yeah. We have one. I saved robot. it. It's yeah. pretty cool. Okay. Um, but somehow there was a slow news week for clickbait sites or yeah. something. And that article has been going around and around and around. Oh my God, look what the Obamas sent me for my wedding. Yeah. Like you won't believe what the Obamas yeah. did to this person. And it's yeah. like, Oh, they do that to everybody. Like literally all the comments are like, yeah, we know. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. Anyone can do this. Yeah. This is not special, but everyone keeps running it. And it just, mostly I'm just sick of like that social media news cycle type of thing yeah. where all of these sites need so much bullshit content yeah. and then they just bounce it off of each other. Nobody has original content. Like right. one person trolls Twitter, finds something that they think they can write a you know two minute article about yeah. and then all of their sites pick it up in the bottom and say this was originally from this.com. I'm <sighs> sick of it. Okay. Do you think the current president how many invites do you think oh, he's Jesus. getting? Jesus, don't even star me. Don't even star me. I've had too much. Did wine. you see his? Uh, uh, did you see his eclipse meme? That he was staring into the sun when he wasn't supposed to. No, the one of him stepping oh, in front of that Obama. He retweeted. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact I love the response. I was like, does he not understand how eclipse works? Like the thing that moves in front is the smaller thing that's only there and for it's a gone second, and yeah. no one remembers it. Right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Jesus Christ. Um, don't even mm. get me started with him. I you can't. need some good news to cheer you up? Yeah, I'm not done with news for this week. So there's a good news. There's a we talked about the Good Burger oral history last time. Mm-hmm. There's now an Airbud oral history out and about. Okay, have you read it? I just read it, yeah, just before we started recording. It's with just the director. Um there's not as many uh hidden gems as you would have okay. from an Airbud story. Um, the dog died immediately after filming, almost <laughs> got cancer. Some people tried to blame the, the cancer on the movie or the movie on the cancer. Um, he only made about one in every, like, a hundred baskets, but he did make a couple for the movie. Okay. Um, they said the dog had no idea whether it went in or not. He celebrated either way. He just really loved <laughs> hitting. He tried to bite the ball every single time. <laughs> so cute, actually. He said the boy actor did not like dogs. Ooh. Probably the funniest story was that there's that one scene where he comes, the dog sneaks out of, like, the house through the, on the roof. roof. Yeah. And they booked, he said, like, an entire day to film it, and the dog did it perfectly on the first take. <laughs> <laughs> Never work with kids or animals. Yeah. Um, that movie didn't hold up as well as I wanted no. to when we watched it We did time. our animal Free Willy yeah. holds up. Yeah. Airbud, not so much. Yeah, and the director was like, I haven't even seen any of the sequels. Like, I would stay away from that shit. Yikes, well, they are rough. Um, my other good news, I think, is going to give you a lady boner. Or because I'm a feminist, I'll just say a boner. Okay. Um, there's going to be a new Jurassic World video game. Okay. But it's basically going to be Jurassic Park mixed with... With Sim Park. Yeah, with <gasps> Roller Coaster Tycoon. Sim Park, okay. I have never been able to find it again. Yeah. Because it was probably the most boring video game to anybody What's else. What's the difference make? between that and Roller Coaster Tycoon? Sim Park was a national park. Oh. 
You got to design your own national park. You got to choose how many animals were in it. And, like, it was like an ecology game because if you put too many predators. terrible. It was my favorite. If you put too many predators, they would eat all the prey. If you put too many prey, they would overrun the whole park. And you got to design. So you were playing God. A little bit. But with animals instead of people. I never liked SimCity or any of those. So Sim Park, you could design your own national park. And you got to put in, like, the paths on, like, a playground and, like, a visitor center. such a Leslie Nope. And, yeah, it was amazing. You had to pick the trees and you could learn about all the different species. Yeah, this isn't like that at all. Aww. This is like Roller Coaster Tycoon with... See, you like Jurassic Park. This is Jurassic World where they turned it into a, a theme park. Okay, see, I did like that. So I get to play that? Is it a, P- yeah. a PlayStation game, a computer game? I assume it's like more computer Are you putting it on my Christmas list? Sure. a computer. Are you going to let me play it on your computer? Or you can let me buy a computer. No. Everyone wins. No. <laughs> We've already bought too much stuff. Oh. I'm excited about that, though. Yeah, I Can you find you. Sim Park for me sometime, though? There's no way they ever made more than one version of that from, like, 1995. Okay, we, you, you cried for a week when you couldn't it. find backyard baseball. So I'm don't get so your, upset about that. Don't get your hopes okay, up Okay, that's this. because Wikipedia got my hopes up saying there was a new one. And then if you go to the Apple Store, it's been pulled. Yeah. Very upsetting. Do we have somebody, any, somebody no, help me no. out here. Backyard baseball. Do we have any updates from Heather Plays Shitty Free iPhone Games? Oh, any yeah. I was telling you today the ones that I like. Yeah. Um, two for two. It's the new 2048. It's <laughs> Which better. was the new threes if you didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so 2048, uh, <laughs> two for two is pretty good. Yeah. Um, 1010 is that Tetrisy one I was playing. Okay. Um, Vista Golf, I'm very bad at. Is that your mini golf game that yeah. you get really into? Yeah, but I did beat you at mini golf today, so I guess my training is working. Um, Heather hasn't paid for an iPhone game since 2007. Ever. Although I may get tempted to pay for Mario Run because I'm getting annoyed about it. I'll get you an iTunes card someday. I might save it for Christmas. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any bad news? My only bad news was going on your theme of crap online. Uh, I've been catching up on all my New Yorker editions because you were mm-hmm. nice and bought me a subscription and mm-hmm. I have them all on the iPad with the app. Mm-hmm. And I was a little behind from moving mm-hmm. and I got to this one issue and it was like short story from Don DeLillo, like a brand new short story. Okay. From like potentially my favorite author of all yeah. time. Yeah. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was called The Itch. Mm-hmm. It was about an old guy with... An itch in his balls. An itch. Just an itch. And about how he dealt with that itch while going about his life. So, yeah. That sounds like mm. my worst short story idea. I have some bad short story ideas. That oh, sounds like they're all going to come to fruition. <laughs> the lemon who zests people is still Don't the give song. away. Someone's going to steal that. <laughs> all of Heather's short story ideas end or up inanimate with objects. inanimate objects becoming animate, which is like a Pixar thing. It's very middle school. No, like very elementary school. No, it's Pixar. I could see Pixar doing a Pixar short before Toy Story 5 of a lemon who zests humans. No, it's meant to be real noir and creepy. I don't think mm. it's like it's like Pixar happy. I went to a Pixar exhibit at the at the Tell science us. museum. So cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll post my picture with Buzz Lightyear. Gotta tweet that out. I'll tweet my picture with Buzz Lightyear. We could make that the the cover of our podcast from now on. Maybe it's a pretty good photo. So it was pretty cool. It was more sciencey and mathy than I thought, which in some ways was cool, in some ways was a little bit boring. Yeah. But you had to actually like sit at the stations and try all the different little techniques of animation. Yeah. Like they dumbed it down a lot and stuff. Yeah. But you could like mess with the lighting, try and use like their crowd simulation thing. Were you playing with like the real characters though? 
Yeah, the crowd simulation one simulation one was schools of fish in Finding yeah. Nemo. Yeah. The lighting wasn't up after yeah. Ellie dies. Mm-hmm. The lighting is really sad in the room right. with the two armchairs. Um, yeah. There was faces. You could even make Jesse's face from mm-hmm. Toy Story. Mm. Um, so it's pretty cool. They talk about Steve Jobs. They might have talked about it in some of the videos. I didn't watch every single video. We mm. not that much time. But there was a cool intro video. He got to screen the first draft, first cut of Toy Story. Apparently it was a very different movie, first draft. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, so they mm. didn't talk about him. But I didn't watch every single movie. I didn't have all day there, unfortunately. So. Okay, I think our plan has worked. We both agreed that we had not not enough content to fill our main segment, so we've already killed a half hour. Yeah, that's true. Um, killed it. We filled a beautiful half an hour yeah, of content. Right. That. Um, are we gonna talk about the movie first? Let's, Let's talk about first. the movie. Okay, so we finally saw the Big Sick. Yeah. By Kumail. What's his last name? Nanjiani. 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 Yeah. Sorry close being racist um i did not realize it was based on his real life yeah you did i was gonna like lean over and tell you like this is this really i thought happened. it was like real loosely based on him kind of yeah. like a mindy kaling in the mindy even project when kind of way. his character's name was kumal yeah in the mindy project her name is mindy right so i thought it was kind of like that like yeah. a little bit like he was just playing himself but putting himself in different situations but his real life wife is emily i didn't know and that and she's like internet famous she's like a geek geeky right. Gal. Sure. You, know, you and I run in different internet circles, Tony Bum. Oh no, I don't I thought you would know about no. her. Oh okay. Um so our first comment for sure mm-hmm. was that they gave way too much away in the trailer. Yes. Um, if you haven't seen it and mm-hmm. haven't seen the trailer and don't know anything about it, see it, go see the big sick and literally don't read anything about it, don't watch the trailer. Yeah. It would have been a better movie it was still really really good i yep. recommend everyone sees it anyways but if by some chance you haven't seen a trailer yet i implore you do not watch the trailer just go watch it because the big twist in it is not a twist because they tell you in the trailer right away and i know right. they needed it's like an indie movie and they really needed people to go see it they had to have a compelling trailer yeah. but i wish i hadn't known about it because i would have been like holy shit but instead i was like oh it's this part yeah i'd already seen the trailer for me it was less that because i'd actually read articles about you know, the plot and things. For me, it was like some of the jokes where I was yeah. like, oh, here's where that joke comes up. Mm. Oh, here's where he does the Uber thing. And it was like, ugh. Yeah. I wanted to have really genuine, genuine guffaws, but instead it was just, ha, 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 ha. Okay, that's a little creepy. Yeah. Um, overall, though, I thought it was really good. It was a solid romantic flick. Yeah. Um, I liked the characters. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really genuine, really sincere. Um... I don't know how many spoilers I want to give. That's fine. I was just going to say, the only two negative things I have to say about it are still a terrible movie name. Yeah. Dislike the movie name a lot. Mm. Don't like saying it. Don't like reading it. The Big don't Sick. Like... You keep thinking I'm saying The Big Six like it's like some sort of sports team. Yeah. It just never gelled for me. Okay. And the only bit of plot that I didn't buy or it didn't make me laugh was when... Kind of in the first half when it's revealed that he does this one-man show. Yeah. And it was all... It was really, really bad. And, like, Kumal's character in the movie was, like, very self-aware. And he was a stand-up comedian, so he knew what was funny and what was lame. And that I was clearly very, very lame. Well, I think the point of that, and I'm sure that's real life, and that's why you didn't like it, but I think... Was that he was proud of his heritage? 
No, see, you missed the point. Yeah. The point of that is he wasn't opening up. Like, all of his jokes and stuff were just like, he was like, I'm brown, so I'm just going to talk about Pakistan. Yeah. Whereas the later one that was funny was about his family yeah. and about himself. No, I got... So the point yeah. was that he he was, even though he was out there doing a one-man show, it was not about him at all. It yeah. was about other stuff because he was he was afraid to be vulnerable. No. And then after all yeah. stuff with Emily happened, he was like, I'll right. open up about my life. No, I got that thematically, but just when it's first introduced, I'm like, no way this self-aware comic would yeah. do that one-man show and expect to make money off of it or anything. But I think that was the thing about... I, I think he thought he was more self-aware than he was. Yeah. Because in his jokes and stuff, even, mm. he... Like, even though it was super sad when he's up on stage when she was sick, the his some of his jokes were actually really f- more funny... Because they were more personal, like, about how sure. every time she sees a bird, she's excited that there's a bird. Yeah. Like, it was meant to be sad, and he was actually bombing it for the most part. But some yeah. of the stuff that he said that when he was really open and emotional yeah. was funnier than his just, like, sta- like standard jokes. No, you're of, right. Like, I'm Pakistani, I'm, just I'm a terrorist. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just impressed because I think the complaints a lot of people have about rom-coms is that they're so predictable. Right. And this, I didn't think, was that predictable. It's no. real life, I guess, so maybe that's why it wasn't right. predictable. I never knew when when the incident was going to be over. Yeah. Mm. I honestly didn't know how it was going to end, either. Yeah. I was like, are they are they really going to do that, or are they not mm. going to do that? Like, I, yeah, I, I didn't know how it was going to end, when it was going to end. Um, the pacing was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was too draggy. I think when it was getting a little bit old, they... Shook it up. Shook it up. Mm. I also really liked the ending. And I think that's another thing is the endings of romantic comedies are often super cheesy. Yeah. Um, And I thought this one had a really, really good balance of being realistic and you weren't like disappointed in the character's choices and his career and stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, there was like, it was like a hopeful, happy ending as well. And I think it's really, really hard to strike that balance. And I think they did a good job of balancing between the two. Well said. So I really, really enjoyed it. Like I said, definitely go see it if you haven't yet. Um, It's playing in a lot more theaters than it was originally. I think it's running out of time though. We were able to find it pretty easily, though. Yeah. Anyway, go see it soon if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, can I give one shout-out? Yeah. Someone who needs to go see it. Uh, Aziz, buddy, go see it. See how you work in some <laughs> actors Shit. from your culture and have it actually gel Shit. instead of being like, wow, these people can't act. Rough. His fa- uh, I thought you were going to shout-out to your sister who loves movies and loves critiquing them. No, I just wanted to make fun of Aziz. I'm sorry. All right. Um... But, yeah, no, uh, in the movie, the family members were really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, brother, and sister-in-law. Uh, Ray Romano had a few good Is lines. That right? Like I he was the mom better. He was built for that part. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, His whole career has been built into that. Yeah. Pinnacle. So now we're going to talk about something that you don't want to talk about. What? And we've been building this for a little while. Children love the sequels! <laughs> um... We're going to be talking about a book this week. It's a book that I, this month, I very much forced Bennett to read. A lot of times when I'm, when we say I forced him to read something, it's like something that I suggested that I enjoyed and I kind of either wanted him to read or mm, thought he might enjoy. Not this case. This one, I literally had to be like, you have to read this sequel. And there was a shot clock because we were leaving the country of Australia. It's, we had to return this book. I had to pay a library fine. To the library and I was... They never would have found us. Slogging through. I, we did not need to keep a copy of that on the bookshelf. Give um, it back. <laughs> it Give was it also, to a child who can't read. They'll like the cover. It was also extremely long in the map. So they can enjoy the oh, good lord. The book I started today has a map in it as well. But it's not a fantasy map. It's like a real life map. 
Okay. You can <laughs> get those online. You can get those online. Um, anyways, we were talking about A Court of Mist and Fury. Sarah yeah. Jane Mass is second in the yes. court, <laughs> court of Thorns and Roses. There's more. Um, so we talked a Not couple... for me. <laughs> We talked a couple episodes about ago about A Court of Thorns and Roses, which is the first book, and you got through that book a little bit yeah. better. No, I stomached it. Was pretty it was pretty straightforward, yeah. and it was very young adult-y, like kind of Hunger Games-y or whatever. Yeah. This one goes a little bit off the rails, Whew. goes in a different direction, and is about 300 pages too long. Yeah. Um... Do you want to talk about your first opinions of it first? Do you want me to huh. spitball some questions at you? Well, I kind of want to read my book digits review. You're going to read it out loud? Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Okay. That's a good break for our sponsor if you haven't <laughs> had an account yet while you pull this up. Bookdigits.com. It's got a mobile website. It's beautiful. B-O-O-K-D-I-G-I-T-S.com. Yep. You can make your own book reviews, and every time you make a review, you have a chance to win the raffle for that month. You can keep track of your to-read list which mine is always out of control. You can set a goal for the year, which I think I'm still behind. Um, mm. And you can read other people's reviews of books. Like if you're this like, one. Should I waste my life reading six, 700, how many, 640 mm, yeah. pages of this book? And then you can read Bennett's review and be like, mm, maybe <clears> I gave it a D. My comment was, after 500 pages of incessant flirtation and clumsy exposition, no plot twist, no battle scene, no shocking revelation could have salvaged this book. Mass is willing to expand the setting in this sequel and show the reader new realms, although it comes at a cost. Characters from the first novel... <clears throat> what's his name? Timlin? Yes. Um, are either forgotten, slandered, or subjected to a sad words. combination of both. The protagonist does show signs of growth... Yay, she can read! But she remains quite humorless and self-pitying through it all. Whew! That's how you skate. If I could snap, I'd snap for you. Whew! Um. So, yeah, my biggest complaint about the first book was that I loved the map. Mm-hmm. It had all these realms that I could sort of picture in my head. Yeah. And the first book only p- gave you one in detail. Underground. And you were underground. Mostly underground, yeah. This one, they jump around to a lot of realms, but all of the text is about her flirting with her new, yeah. her new bow. Um, my biggest, a lot of sexual tension. My biggest issue, this I have such a love-hate relationship with this book. I love the character developments, and I love the new characters, mm-hmm. um, but, God, it was poorly written. Yeah. Like, the... It's kind of bad writing advice, but the the main writing advice everyone always says is tell, don't show. Uh, show, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Show, don't tell. So you don't want to just sit there and tell a story. Yeah. You want to actually be in the action and have the descriptors oh. and all that. And this book was like literally hundreds of pages at a time of just let me tell you a story about how it used to be back right. in the origins of Fairyland. Yeah. Like really long, like literally chapters in a row yeah. of just backstory. Yeah. And not even good flashbacks. Like literally let no, me tell just you. In dialogue. And just yeah. dialogue. Yeah. Horrible. Like this would not have passed a writing seminar. No, I take I take a twenty like, page Tom Riddle flashback over that. Seriously. <sighs> and so long. Yeah. Like is it because she did well with some of her other series that they're just like, yeah, make it six hundred and forty pages. You I needed three hundred pages. You see that sometimes with editors oh. where they're like George R. R. Martin for sure. But the thing that gets me is that 
it you 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 don't get more money for doing more pages. If anything, you get less money because you're actually using more paper. Yeah. So it's not like in the editor's benefit or the author's benefit to drag these things out. There are some books that make sense to be that long, and you're reading it, and you're like, I love this book. I hope it never ends. This book, I was like, oh, my fucking God, are we still reading this? From page 32, you were like, wow, she's kind of drifting from her guy from book one. And it seems to have and this connection with this new guy. And then there's more pages of that. Like, uh, of just them going back and forth. Like, they drag that part at the beginning where she's, like, depressed and suicidal and whatever. And again, they, she has a beautiful palace, all the art supplies she could ever want, and they infinite food. drag out the middle where mm. she's like, should I trust them? Should I not? Should I do this? Should I not? And then they drag out sort of me in the ending. Yeah. And, like, you disagree with every decision they're making. The pacing was just horrible. Yeah. And... I don't know. I I'm going to have to get you to go back and change your grade because I'm pretty sure you gave it a good grade. Don't read my grade now. I'm feeling self-conscious about it. I don't trust There's any no of your way grades. It's an a. I think you gave it an A. I don't think I gave it an A. I uh, have really strong feelings about it. Let's see. So, really? It's an average grade has a B on book two. You gave it an A minus. Shit. So I need you to go back and revise. I know. I just, I really love the character developments, and I was really addicted to You read it three times? Yes! Good lord! There's so much in there. So, the character, I really liked how they flipped things on its head from the first book, because a lot of sequels are just, like, more of the same, and I liked how this one challenged your perspective and flipped some of it on its head. I liked how it portrayed an abusive relationship. I love... (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, you love a good abuse... the portrayal of it. Okay. That it, like, what she Handled originally well. thought she wanted when she changed her, like, when she had a big traumatic experience in her life, that made her change and what she wanted okay. changed. Okay. I think that's realistic and I think that's refreshing in a fairy tale. Yeah. Um, I love Resant. Like, I'm in love with him. Oh, love, God. He tickles you, too? I love, like, an evil character that's not actually evil. Or, like, yeah, a you're character a with sucker death. for those. Yeah, so... I really Sirius like Sirius Black is going to kill him when he's not. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about Sirius Black. I'm still in pain about that stuff. Um, Killed by drapery. So I really like the supporting characters. And you know I'm a supporting character person. Yeah. We talked about this. Oh, God. There's the a protagonist really strong, is terrible. The protagonist is terrible. But there's a really strong cast of supporting characters. Yeah. I liked the Night Court. I would definitely pick that one to Did live. you laugh at all? During, did you smile while reading it? Did you cry? I had no I emotional reactions the at ending, all. The ending was like, once you punch I read it end. three weeks ago. I You find out that... Okay, spoilers if you haven't read it yet. So you find out that they're they groomed make a to lot be together. They make choices in a row. Yeah. Um, they make a dumb choice but not talking about how they're mates. They make a dumb yeah. choice but showing those bitchy queens. <laughs> Wait, they're quick Are you fucking kidding me? We were, like I said, we were in Australia while reading this. And so, <laughs> and so yes, there's a lot of talk in the book about mates and how you are like someone else's mate. And I just kept being like, yeah, that means like they're <laughs> bros. And, but like in this case, it meant like they were like bonded from birth. Yeah, and I was just like, mate. Good night. Um, good night, mate. Um, oh, what were you talking about? So, like, the horrible decision of showing them Valeris. Like, the, the city that's never, ever, ever been attacked or ruined or anything. We're like, yeah. I know, we'll show it to these queens that we don't trust at all. Yeah. And then it gets attacked, and it's like, no fucking shit, it gets attacked. Are right. you fucking kidding me? There's yeah. no other thing you could think of. I was real mad about that. Okay. So, it's like, slow beginning, slow middle, and then yeah. the end just races. Yeah, yeah. 
And then there's a lot of sex. I know you were really disconcerted by the amount of well, sex. Well, they keep in it. putting these stickers on these books saying they're for like either ten year olds or ten grade year olds. Either way, no, <laughs> no it's one explicit. Should, no one should be tingling and thrusting and penetrating, and breaking and, walls and cabins or whatever. No. Um, so decency. And then at the very end, they get tricked by the um, evil King Highburn. Duh, uh. are you fucking kidding? Tricked by him, and then. Uh, pr- dumb protagonist pretends that she's gonna go back to Tamlin, but then you find out that she and Resand were bonded, like uh, as she's the, the high lady of the night court. There's never been a high lady ever in any right. court, but now she's she has to go back and pretend that she's with Tamlin again, yeah, and she's gonna like be their spy. You haven't read the last book yet, no, it's on my Third, Kindle. Is it the last one? Oh, god, probably not. Oh, good lord. We'll see. I tried so hard for you, You honey. tried so hard, and I appreciate I you. Wanted the whole to, book. I wanted to love them. I kind of wanted you to hate this one, though, because I had such yeah. a love hate relationship with it, and I kind of ended up siding a little bit towards, like, you know what? The character development and the storyline was good enough that I'm going to give an okay grade, and I needed to, someone to tell me how terrible I it was. I need to create a new button in book digits for books like these for you. I struggled with them because <sighs> the writing was bad. Hmm. Like, the, the main character was whiny. It was, like I said, too much telling, not enough showing, too yeah. many flashbacks, too long. The pacing was well, off. We have, but I liked the characters. Yeah, we have metrics for those types of things. I know, on I book gave it is, a but high addictiveness, but like, what if I like right, the grade? What do you base the grade on? I base the grade on a really visceral gut reaction. I pretend that I'm very logical about things, but I'm really about feeling an instinct on things. Oh, boy, so at the end terrible. of the book, the feeling that it gives me is what I give it. Yeah, a lady boner. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love recent. Okay. <sighs> okay. Uh, you gave me a new other book series. I'm going to have some thoughts on this one that I've been reading Ink this week bone, as well. You already yeah. hate it? Is that the other, next book we're talking about? Have I read any of their books? We can talk about, oh, we have to do our... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have mm. the two too long, two, too long of name books. And next one, I guess I, this is we can say that this time. I drink that wine way too this fast. This is a really I'm polished section. Thanks for sticking with us. Listening. Um, we will be taking another short break. Yeah. I may be taking a bit of a trip for the next couple weeks to, not like a work trip, kind of. No, you're taking our show on the road. You're meeting the fans out east. Sure, meeting the fans out east. So, yeah. um, there will be another short hiatus of a couple weeks. So, I'm sorry about that. I promise we'll get back to regular scheduling after this. Yeah. But coming up is... Two Oof. books with long names versus each other. Simon versus, versus the Homo sapien agenda, which I loved. And Dante and Aristotle discover the secrets of the universe, universe, which I hated. So, you didn't hate it. Go on oh, book digits. You thought it was fine. It was fine. It wasn't great. Save I had, it for the podcast. The books that I have the worst reaction to are the books that have such a high expectation or reputation about them, yeah. and then they disappoint me. And this was right. definitely one of those So we'll books. need a full episode for that. We might not even need other media for that. We'll see. Maybe we should do Logan versus X-Men on that one as well. And yeah, just uh, okay. Versus. Um, so that'll be the next books we talk about. But yeah. then we can talk. Then we have a ta- um, time of tale of... <laughs> a tale for the time being. Thank you. Yeah. Which I don't really that. remember. I'll have to do a little bit yeah, of Yeah, I can just give a little chat I really about that, that sometime. One. I just like the cover. We need a hard cover of that one for... If our bookshelves ever get here... Okay, we're staying on point. Right. Upcoming. Do you have any upcoming things? I have one past coming thing. Is okay. that a thing? Sure. Uh, That's I don't what think she said. I don't... Yeah, no, that was good. 
Um, we talked about vice principals quickly one time, but Dan we never McBride. we never talked after I finished it. And I believe I watched the ending. You watched three quarters Spoilers. of the last episode, and that was it. Spoilers. That's how I watched Breaking Bad as well. That works. For it's me. true. You watched the last um, four episodes. Of Breaking two, Bad. just the two. Ozzy Mandius in the last. Oh, one I watched the first one of that season, and then the two other yeah. ones. I think. So yeah, you were like you were impressed by the final scene of Vice Principal. It was just a it took some balls to, yeah. to have that ending. Took yeah. some chutzpah. So yeah, it was uh, it was a fine you know weekday watch just to kill some time. Apparently they're coming up with a season two. How? You have to find out what the hell happened there. There's no characters left. Is there? Who oh, was I don't know. in the mask? Who knows? I don't really care. I just was impressed that they did that. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah, I had nothing upcoming. Okay, so um, one of the books that I keep eyeing at the bookstore and that yeah. I really want to read soon, once we get our new library cards, The Hate You Give. Yes. Um, getting some rave reviews. I can't believe I didn't talk about this earlier. Did you see... This is... Oh. I, I just remembered. Did you see the t- New York Times bestseller drama <laughs> on Twitter? Not at all. Okay. So there was this book that nobody had ever heard of. Yeah. That all of a sudden, out of nowhere, jumped to number up. one on the on the New Times book. Uh, I listened to the New York Times book review podcast. How has this not come up yet? It was like yesterday, literally. Okay, next. So week. all of a sudden, this book shoots up the top. Nobody's ever heard of it. It's mm-hmm. from some website, Geek Zone or Geek Sign or something. Uh-huh. Some website that like is a mediocre website, and all of a sudden, this book nobody's heard of is literally number one okay. on the New York Times bookseller list. Everyone's like, this is weird. Yeah. So turns out they bought their way onto the, onto the list. Sure. They called different local bookshops in New York and said, are you reporting to the New York Times right. for your book lists? And bought like thousands of copies of it, saying it was for Oof. a movie or it was for some upcoming event or whatever. Yeah. So it went up to the top of the list. The New York Times saw all these tweets about it and removed it. Yeah. Resent out the list with the hate you give as a top again. Why did they ever let it out in the first place with this random book on? Because it's just automatic. No. It's decently automatic. You're saying it wasn't in print, it was like online, you're saying. It's someone it was it's New York Times the list from what I like the live gather. updating one you're saying. Yeah, the live updating okay. one is like the like however many copies automated right. to some extent. I mean, there's some really sad self-published authors, not me, but people who buy their own copies and take, like, the 20% cut that you lose just to bump them up a little bit on no, sales lists. this was list. thousands of copies Yeah, no, that's time. commitment. Yeah, it was very rare. And, like, that's J.C. Chavez was behind it. Like, some... Of course. Instinct members. Of course. There was some weird connection about it being his cousin that wrote it. It was a strange Honey, you story. you dreamed this. No, I... Like, look it up on Twitter. Like, young adult Twitter, like, solved a mystery. I just go- I just Twitter searched for J.C. Shazes, Meek Zone, <laughs> New York Times bestseller, New York bookstores. And it'll just come up? Just look it up. Just look okay. it up. Um, anyway, so The Hate You Gave is being a movie. Okay. You should movie. read the book first. I'm going to read the book very soon. And I also like the cover, so yeah. I like it. Maybe I'll buy a copy and you can read it. We can do that on a future podcast. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter is going to be in the movie. She's from Girl Meets World. Maya from Girl Meets World. Yeah. So, I think that was nice. Okay. I hope she's not the main character, because the main character is definitely black. Right. I hope she's just a bitchy supporting character or something. Yeah. Anyways. Be fine. So, hopefully, if I like that one, we can talk about that sometime. Okay. Um, Falling asleep. Discovery of Witches was a book series. Seen that book cover before. It was kind of like a magical version of Outlander. 
Oh, God, you just made me throw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> um, first book was okay, like too long and twisty, and then they just got more long and twisty from that. So mm. Mm, I don't know if I'd recommend it. Media. Okay. But they're coming out on the TV show. I'm glad it's not a movie. I think it could be what a decent network? TV show. I don't remember. Probably sci-fi. But I'll, I'll link it on the Twitter. Um, Adam Scott, has he's been busy. He's been real busy. Yeah. I hate horror movies. I literally can count on one hand the amount of like real horror movies that I've seen. But... Netflix is coming out with a show called Little Evil. Yeah. And it's like a mockery, like a satire of horror movies. Okay. With Adam Scott. Like scary movie did like a decade um, ago? A little bit, but it's it's like Adam Scott marries this lady and then she has this like steps on who he thinks is evil. And then it's really, okay. the, the trailer was really funny. Okay. I might consider watching it if I need a weird show, but it's definitely going to be a daytime or partner watching show. I don't think I can watch it by myself, even though it's meant to be fake. No. Um, and I think that's all I had. Okay. We gotta, we gotta do, next episode we do, we have to do like a fall TV, TV preview. We already did that before. I, we did an upcoming uh, one yeah. and you didn't have anything and you hadn't seen any of them. Well, now we have the DVR. Well, we gotta set this shit up. Well, maybe we should watch a bunch of pilots <gasps> and come back. Okay. We'll do that for an episode. Okay. Um, so we'll be back in a couple weeks. Sorry again for all of the hiatuses while our life is upended. Yeah. Um, I promise we'll come back to a more regular schedule things well, soon. Well, I could do fantasy baseball all of our next week no, on my no, own. No, no, literally no one wants that. <laughs> except for Andy. So, um, if you want to check out these links, I'll do my best to post them at yeah. ddgetdown yep. on Twitter. And my Twitter, as always, is heather324. And you can also check out BookDigits, B-O-O-K-D-I-G-I-T-S dot com for all of your book searching and reviewing needs. Otherwise, thank you for being such good sports lately while we've been uh, a little bit here and there. And uh, we'll be back at you in a few weeks. Here to say farewell is Al Franken. No, it's not. I went by his booth and he wasn't there. It's okay. We'll go back tomorrow. But Stevie Nicks. No, just kidding. We're going to get you <laughs> corn dogs. And cheese curds and all sorts of things okay. tomorrow. Snow cones. Okay, thanks for getting down. See ya. Bye.